thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So the chief curator of the James Hall Museum of Transport, Chai Sang Satekhe, has stated that uh, the way to resuscitate museum spaces, and this comes on Heritage Weekend as we think about it, is by decentering the idea that heritage is a traditional and sacred concept. Well, in order to uh, understand what that actually means, we've got Chai Sang on the line. Chai Sang, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Let's start with the James Hall Museum of Transport. I actually went online. I've never been there. I couldn't believe it. Um, it's, it's got a hell of a collection of transport cars over the last couple of hundred years. Yes, the James Hall Museum of Transport boasts an amazing and extensive collection of uh, vehicles, uh, which spans a history of um, uh, over 100 years. We're looking at, um, you know, in the 1900s. And um, our collection of, of vehicles is actually just a lens into the history of land transport in, in Johannesburg, Ooh. dating back to, you know, when um, the city was still um, booming with mining activity and even before that. And so um, we have a range of, 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 of vehicles such as trams. You know, there was a time in Joburg that um the, the the Joburg citizens used to travel on trams and today we have the Riavaya. When you look back, uh we used to travel on trams and and, and double these um what what do you call these electrical powered buses. Yeah. They're actually called trolley buses that actually used to run on electricity very much like trains do. And uh, we have an amazing, uh, beautiful collection of vintage cars. So if you're a vintage car lover, we've got um, a very elegant collection of of those vintage cars (laughs) as well. Bicycles and motorbikes. yeah. I, I, I love engines. I love the fact that you use the word an elegant collection because truly when one looks at vintage cars, that's exactly so many of them truly are so elegant. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing that you use that particular word. It's well chosen. You know, I, I, are we going to go into the idea of the um, festival that's taking place at the museum? But I, when I started to read up about the James Hall Museum of Transport, I was like, wow, this is something, it's like a hidden gem in many ways. And for many people who are petrol heads, who love cars, I mean, this is a great opportunity to to go and have a look, but also to take kids along to see uh, how technology has changed from, as you say, from trolley trolley trams to and trolley cars to what we have today. Yeah, sorry, Michelle, I lost you there. Uh, what was the question? I lost you for a few seconds. I suppose I, just, I was just thinking it's a wonderful opportunity for petrol heads and even children in schools to go and attend in order to see, you know, how we've seen history change and how technology has changed. Yes, yeah, so what's really uh, very unique about uh, the James Hall Museum of Transport is that it caters to everyone. There's something for everyone. It's very family orientated. Um, so if you are a petrol head, like you said, or you're just passionate about cars and all kinds of vehicles, 
you know, there's something for you. Um, The kids, when they come to the museum, get really excited about the steam engines and the the firefighting uh, engines, you know, the fire brigade cars. They get really excited. They want to get on to the uh, fire engines and, and get an experience. So kids love the museum. And um, I suppose um, anyone really who's fascinated about our history and the history of, you know, um, you know where the city comes from um, yes. and, and, and looking at where we are now, I think anyone who's, who's excited and interested in heritage and culture will definitely find something uh, for themselves as well. So we really are, you know, we both in, in, in catering to, you know, whatever taste one has in in culture and heritage. It's very family orientated, like I said. Yeah. So, Sang, you have been uh, quoted as saying that there is an idea that we need to decenter heritage or the idea of heritage. Yes as a traditional and sacred concept. What do yes. you mean by decentering? So what I really mean there is, you know, the idea of heritage really, you know, is a concept that is very sacred and almost untouchable. You know, we we cannot touch heritage. It's always behind glass cases and thick walls and you know, um, we we always feel like the other, really, when we when, when we engage with heritage, and it's always on the pedestal, and it's really it's protected, which is great. It's I mean, our heritage is all about the conservation and promotion of heritage. But I think what it does as well, unfortunately, is that it kicks out um, the contemporary culture, contemporary young voices of today you know, that are also relevant to today, it kicks them out and they can't. So those walls and those barriers um, do not allow, you know, for Mm. new voices and new interpretations of history to come in and penetrate those walls of history. So that's the kind of idea that uh, the city of Joburg is really um, aiming to do, you know, by opening up these museum spaces hosting contemporary cultural events like the Aluta Nova Festival of Museums. What um, the city is actually doing is inviting, you know, contemporary culture to become part of heritage, to become part of history, allow young people the opportunity to reimagine their own place and their own stories and narratives within this protected idea of heritage. So that's really what I mean when I say that heritage needs to be decentered and and, and perhaps decolonized by allowing new cultural interpretations into the space. You know, there's a lot of conversation currently about heritage. There's a lot of conversation about heritage in Joburg and the protection of heritage. One of the great challenges, of course, is, and I I see that... um, uh, Cheryl Carolis has just sent me uh, some audio with a focus on the idea of stolen goods in museums. And I haven't read the audio yet, but I'm assuming it's a lot about what we've just heard coming out of the UK and them saying, well, no, we, they would hold on to certain archival pieces, which in fact did not belong to them. Yes. I suppose that these are these are conversations that are constantly happening. And yet my question is, when do we see the shift and change? Do we see the shift and change already? 
And um, I, th- I suppose that's why our research um, are centered on decolonizing culture and decolonizing heritage. You know, that's why that, the, that kind of research is very important and relevant right now. Um, I mean, we see these cultural artifacts having been appropriated and stolen and kept in those museums. And it goes back to, you know, um, my, my, my concern regarding, you know, keeping away these relevant voices and, and relevant engagements uh, with the indigenous people, really. So you find that there's this uh, disjuncture, there's this gap between um, the owners or the custodians of these cultural artifacts and uh, where these cultural artifacts are actually housed and, and protected in inverted commas. So there's that gap that needs to be bridged. And I think these conversations around decolonizing, which are, which are current uh, uh, topics at the moment, I think those are very important conversations. And yes, I think we are beginning to awaken to the idea of you know, reclaiming our heritage, reclaiming our culture, and, and asking these important questions. Where are our cultural artifacts? Where are they stored? Why were they taken? And how can we so, bring so them back? Sang, let me... Not only bring them back, but how can we also I have a place in them? I, 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 I'm, okay, I'm going to act as devil's advocate here, and I'm going to read something that was spoken about yesterday on The Weekend View which is about the fact that the Joburg Art Gallery is in such a bad state, that there's a leaking roof, that there's been vandalism, that there's ga- uh, the gathering of dust, that there has been question marks around the renovations of that space. So whilst we, on the one hand, say, yes, we want to decolonize and we want to shift, there is another question mark, which is how do we keep things safe as well? Yeah, um, with regards to the Joburg Art Gallery, unfortunately, um I cannot speak on uh, on behalf of the city of Joburg yeah. because I'm the chief curator of the James Hall Museum of Transport. So I, I cannot speak on, I do not have authority to make remarks or comments regarding that. But what I can say is that the Joburg Art Gallery is in, uh, it's, in a, it's open to the public. It's open for tours and um I do know that they have addressed some of those uh, issues that you have mentioned. But um, I think, going back to your question, um, funding, you know, uh, it, it, it brings up the issue of funding from government and um, even the private sector. I think that we need to prioritize our arts and culture and make sure that we utilize uh, the funding and we, in a very um, impactful manner and that we invest most of the funds in ensuring that we conserve and protect our heritage. So I think that we probably need to um, advocate for receiving more funds, even from the public sector, not only from government, because we already are being funded by government. But I think um, uh, it's it's always great to just open up uh, that opportunity for the public to contribute um, uh, through funding. So I think that's one way that 
we can ensure that our spaces are protected by investing most of the funds uh, towards conservation and protection of our heritage. Khaisang Satekhe, who is the chief curator of the James Hall Museum of Transport and the Aluta Nova Festival of Museums will take place on the 2nd of October. Plenty of artists going to be performing there and uh, bringing in all sorts of new people into that particular space. I do think that uh, it's not a question that is resolved, and I think that we are very quick to say funding, and yet uh, we have to be able to say the value of funding and what is the offering and how does one make that offering you're going to talk about funding. So nevertheless, it's a conversation that uh, deserves much interrogation and much rigorous interrogation as well.